So, we left off yesterday. Uh, Elliot had asked about the Chalal Makam Panui. After the first symptom, the first symptom when Hashem conceals his infinite light, so what Kabbalah says is that he makes that circle, which is a void, a Chalal Makam Panui, an empty space, void of any light. Right? And I just said I wanted to spend a couple of moments discussing that because obviously the way Chassidus explains this Kabbalistic concept of the Chalal HaMokam Panui, it doesn't mean that it's Panui from God. It doesn't mean that it's void of God. There is no place void of God. So when we say the Chalal HaMokam Panui, it's completely empty, it's not void of God. So why is it called Chalal HaMokam Panui? Now the truth is that already in Kabbalah, Reb Chaim Vital writes... Mokum chalal lav dafka, that it's not mamish void, but Reb Chaim Vital writes there's what's called the Rashimu. The Rashimu. Rashimu means the imprint, the stain. Like if you if you ever have something and you erase it, it leaves a stain. So Lahavdil, so the Reb Chaim Vital writes that when Hashem did the tzimtzum, there left the stain, some kind of Rashimu, some kind of imprint was left over. And what Hasidus explains is like this. Let me take a couple of minutes to explain just what that what that halal company is according to Hasidus and what it means for us. So you have to understand. Let's let's go back before the symptom when there's Orin Sof. When Orin Sof, when Hashem is revealing his infinite light, how would we explain what is Orin Sof? Orin Sof is Hashem revealing absolutely everything he is. That's what the word or or in Hasidus means revelation. So Orin Sof is that Hashem is revealing everything that He is. He's completely revealing everything, completely everything that He is. Now He Himself is above Or. Right? He's the Ma'or. He's the luminary from which the infinite light is shining. So now when Hashem is shining and is revealing His infinite light, and everything, He's revealing everything he, that God is. Are frogs there or not? Are platypuses there in that revelation or not? So it depends what you mean. It's If we said that the ray of the sun and the sun is completely unified, this is a thousand times more. In Hashem's infinite light, there's everything that He is. Of course, there's also the ability for there to be a frog. Among His infinite revelation, among the revelation of His infinite light... There's also frogs and there's platypuses and there's me and you and there's everything everything that's going to exist. But it's just all his infinite light. So worlds can't exist from that level because all that's, that's felt from that level is that it's just Hashem revealing himself. So no matter what would come out of that level, it would just be felt to be God. It would just be felt to literally part of God's infinity. So that's why there has to be a tz, the, all the tzimtzumim, the contractions, the concealments, the lessenings of Seder Ishtalshas, of the downchaining of worlds, that you should get to an actual Dvar Havaya, which we're learning about in Shara Yuchud, that you should get to a Dvar Havaya, a speech of God, meaning a contracted light of God, that's bringing about this particular frog. Okay? Now, when Hashem first does tzimtzum and completely takes away all revelation of self, 
in order for there to, to begin that process, the creative chain, the process that's going to be able to bring about worlds. When he does tzimtzum and he completely conceals his whole infinite light. Okay? So what Hasidus explains, the Rashimu, the stain that's left, is God not revealed. The Chalalu Mokampani means the void and empty space means that God is there in a way of complete, complete not revealing. In fact, what's called, what, beca- what, what becomes, I'm, 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 I'm going to use words that are going to be a little confusing now, but he's not revealing himself. So what becomes revealed is the essence of God that's also able to, not re- to do things that don't reveal him. As long as Orin Sof is revealed, as long as Orin Sof is shining, it's Hashem revealing everything that He is. But there's one thing that's not revealed, so to speak. I mean, it's all part of the Orin Sof, and that is Hashem's ability to do something that's not Him. Within His infinite light is His ability to do all the things, including things that are not Him. But it's all just felt to be part of His infinite revelation before Tzimtzum. Hashem then does tzimtzum, and what remains is a rashimu, which remain, means that now God is has taken away any revelation of revealing God of what God is. But what does remain is the chalalu makam panui, which means God's ability to not reveal Himself, to conceal Himself. God's ability to not reveal Himself, His ability to make finitude, to make concealment, did that exist within Orin Sof or not? It existed within Orin Sof, but it was just part of His infinite light. So the Rashimu, the stain, the imprint that's left over when God does Tzimtzum, is now is the darkness, that darkness is Hashem's ability to do darkness, to conceal. Now, at this point, when there's just the Rashimu, when there's just this divine darkness, the divine darkness, the darkness that was within, that was hidden within the Arin Sof, also nothing could be created. But now when the Kav comes back into the Halal, and, and the Kav goes into the Rashimu, what Kabbalah says is that's how Kalim, Levushim, Klipas, that's how those things are created. You see, Kav is still a divine revelation. But when Kav hits the Rashimu, the Rashimu is Hashem's ability to not reveal Himself. So now the levels of light that are being introduced into Seder Shtalshos, into the place of the Rashimu, are working with what became revealed through Tzimtzum, which is Hashem's ability to not reveal Himself, to conceal Himself. And so now when the light of the Kav goes into the Halal, it's able to work with Kalim, Levushim, it's able to bring about from the Rashimu the, the ability of God to conceal Himself. And that's why the lower worlds could be on one hand like if, if I were to say to you, is, is an angel from the world of Bria, does it reveal God or not? 
Well, it reveals God more than a frog in our world, but it's just an angel. It's just an angel in the world of Bria, right? So where do you get from, where do you get this idea that there's an angel, there's something that's not God? It's because when the light goes back into the halal, it's going into the place of the darkness of the halal, and therefore that's making vessels, that's making the light become more concealed. And now when the light brings about a frog or an angel, it just feels like it's bringing about a frog and an angel. It's not just revealing God. Let me explain better what I mean. I'll explain better what I mean for a second, okay? You hear me talking now and somehow at some level you're under... I'll tell you, I'll tell you with a story actually. There's a story. There was a Jew called the Teras Chesed. The Lublin Rav, the Rav of Lublin, the Teres Chesed. He was a Chesed of the Tzemach Tzedek. And he lived in Yerushalayim. And the story is that one time he overheard a couple of Arabs talking. Now he didn't speak Arabic at all. But he heard from their tone that they had a very nefarious tone. There was something about their tone that scared him about the way that, that they were talking. Now, he didn't know Arabic at all but he was able to go to the police and repeat word for word the Arabic words that they were saying. Which is obviously not a normal thing. Most people can't do that. If you can't speak a language, you can't repeat it, right? Why can't you repeat? Why most usual, usually when people hear a language, they can't repeat it. Why not? Why could they usually not repeat a language that you don't understand? Why? Why not? Because it's just sounds. It's just sounds. It doesn't seem to make any sense. You have to like have a memory that just remembers sounds that don't mean anything, right? But here's the question. How come... What are, what are words? Seemingly words are vessels that contain light, that contain information. So the question is, if I don't understand the language, what am I hearing? If words are only vessels containing information, if words are only vessels containing ideas, if I'm not understanding the idea, then what am I hearing? When I hear someone speaking in another language, I still hear them. I hear the sounds. What am I listening to, though? I thought words are only vessels containing ideas. Empty vessels? Well, they're not empty, because the person saying them definitely has in mind what they are. But what you're right is that you're hearing vessels without the light inside them. You're hearing vessels, you're hearing the words, but you're not getting the light that's inside them. Now, listen carefully. When Hashem brings the halal, uh, Hashem brings the kav back into the halal, that makes that we could have vessels that we don't understand what's being said inside them. If it wasn't for the Rashim, if it wasn't for the halal, if let's say, let's say, let's say like this, let's say Hashem, what do we learn? How did Simpson happen? Hashem removed his infinite light and then brought back the, the kav. Right? 
And we're saying now that the Kav goes into the place of the Rishimu, the place of the Halal and Mokam Ponui. Right? Let's say the Arizal asks this question. The Arizal asks, why did Hashem have to do a Siluk and remove all His infinite light and make an empty void? Why didn't He just take all His light except the Kav? Right? What did He do? He removed all His light and then He brought the Kav back into the Halal. Why didn't he just take Orein Sof, but leave the Kav? Leave the light that's going to bring about worlds. Why did he do this two-step dance of removing all the light and then reintroducing the Kav? And the Arizal says the answer is for the vessels, for the Kalim. Because if the Kav would have just remained... The Kav would have remained, that would mean that anything that the Kav is creating is a light, which would mean that you would be seeing it as being God. It would be like you understand the language. If the Kav would have just remained and not gone through the Rashimu, not gone through the darkness of the Mokum Panui, if let's say there would have just remained the light that God is using to create the world, it would not be possible for you to look at a world and not see God talking. It would be like you would always be understanding the language. To make th- When we look at the world now, we don't understand the language. <coughs> we don't understand the language of the world now that God is using, that God is speaking. Why not? Why don't we understand the language? The answer is because the, the Kav went into the Rashimu. Because the Kav went into that aspect of God's darkness where God doesn't reveal Himself. And so now when Hashem's light is bringing things about, it could also be that we don't know, we don't understand what it is that Hashem is bringing about. So the bottom line is that what's the Rishimu? What The Rishimu is Hashem's ability to not reveal Himself. That's what, <laughs> you'll forgive the words, but there's no other way of saying it. What got revealed by Tzimtzum, what got revealed by Tzimtzum was Hashem's ability for Him not to reveal Himself. Or in Sof was Hashem revealing everything He is. Hashem does symptom completely conceals all light. There's no more light. There's no revelation. So what is there? The divine darkness. The Choshech, Yoshes Choshech Sisra, like it says in Tehillim 18. Yoshes Choshech Sisra, He makes darkness His hiding place. After symptom, now there's just darkness and void, but that's God too. But that's the aspect of God, of God not revealing Himself, not, not revealing His darkness, doing, being able to not be Himself. So now when the light goes into the Rashimu, it could make vessels that we don't get the light, that we don't see, we don't understand the language that the vessels are talking about. Is that clear? Anyone want to ask something, or is, or is it clear? Yeah, quick question. So the the halal, would you call that like a, a super symptom, where everything is completely, completely blocked out, so to speak? But it's still a symptom. Halal is the result of the symptom, right? Hashem does the symptom, removes his infinite light, and then there's the halal is what remains. <clears throat> So it's that the reason I call it super symptoms is because it's more of a symptom than than our world that we have today, where it's like it's a, we don't see God, but everyone there are still, you know, things that we see people, we see objects, 
whereas in the halal, there's nothing. There's no, well, so what we're learning now is that there is something. There's the koyach gvul of ein sof, ein sof's ability to hide himself and do something that's not him. That's what the Rashimu is. That's the imprint. That's the Rashimu that's left over in the Chalal after the Tzimtzum. So the Chalal is Lavdafka. It's not Mamish empty. It's full of God's darkness. He removed his light and now, it's, now his darkness got revealed. Now the darkness is not revealing God. It's the ability of God to conceal himself. That's, what's, that's what the Chalal is. And so now when the Kav goes back into the Chalal, when the Or goes back into the Chalal, it's making vessels, not just that are languages we understand, but could also be languages we don't understand. Now there could be vessels and garments and shells that are blocking out God's light and, and not revealing Hashem, even though it's all seemingly Hashem's revelation, but it's not a way that we openly feel God because it went through the Chalal. Yeah? Okay, we have someone raised their hand over here. Uh, is there anything which isn't part of Hashem? Um, I'm not sure I'm getting the question. No, I've, I've, there's nothing that's... Everything is part of Hashem. I'm not well, sure. I wanted to ask, um, the idea that really discussing that, that the concealment is actually the revelation. Because only because Hashem concealed Himself in such a way can we actually reveal that. Again, we, you know, what, what we have to be careful when we use words because semantics really matter in, in theology. So when you say the concealment is revelation, it's revelation of concealment. Yes, yes. It's not revelation of revelation. It's, it's now the darkness is, is standing, is, is now in a state of revelation. Mm-hmm. So the question is, I mean, even whether we see it or not is, is really up to us. I'm sorry? How, how much we how much we actually look and, and search for Hashem in this world in whatever it is that we can reveal Him. That's how I understand it. Is that correct? Well, that's the... Yeah, I mean, the now now it's up to us to reveal Him. We're talking about what brought about the situation that it's up to us to reveal Him. What what made the princess got lost from the Kabbalistic Chabad Hasidic way? Now, what made that we have to look for Him? And the answer is Tzimtzum. Hashem did Tzimtzum, and that makes that now we have to look for Him. But what we're learning is the technicalities of that. How could it be, in other words, what is it, how could it be that the world is all the words of Hashem, Hashem is speaking the world into being, but we don't understand it. And the answer is because the light that God brings into the Chalal hits the Chalal and the Rashimu, which is God's Koyach which completely conceals, which makes it that now, even though Hashem's light is coming and creating stuff, it's not openly necessarily revealing Hashem. It could be like a language we don't understand. I have a question. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Leah, is, is it clear? One second, Jonathan. Leah, is it clear what I'm... Yeah, thank you. Because when you say everything, of course everything is Hashem, but Hashem manifests in many ways. Until the Tzimtzum, Hashem is manifesting as revealing everything He is. That's Orin Sof, Hashem revealing everything He is. Then the Tzimtzum makes that Hashem is concealing and not revealing anything about Himself. Except that, so what is the, so what's there? 
It's his ability, his darkness, his ability to not be revealed, his ability to do something that's not him. And so now when Hashem reintroduces into the halal, into the void, he reintroduces the kav, the ray of light, and the levels of light that bring about the worlds, the worlds don't just reveal God, they also have their own content. They have their own meaning. Just to make, just to, to, to say clear again, if it wasn't for the Rashimu, it would be like, imagine, imagine you couldn't hear somebody talk unless you understood what they were saying. If you couldn't hear somebody talk unless you understood what they were saying, what does that mean? It means that any light that the person's revealing has to be just light. The fact that you could hear somebody talk and not understand what they're saying means that they're revealing light because they understand what they're saying. But the vessels to you are dark. The vessels of the words that they're using are darkness to you. That that we could bring about, that there's a world that Hashem is bringing about, created things that are not openly revealing Him, is because His light goes through the Rashimu. His light goes through the Shimu and then it's able to make things that are not openly revealing Him. Yeah, Jonathan, what do you want to ask? This might be a semantics thing, like you said, maybe it matters. So, it it, do, is the concept of... That does matter. Semantics very much matter in theology. Is the concept of lessening of the light, is that like a true way to say it? Or is it just like kind of the inverse of more concealment of that light? What are you talking about? Different? The Rashimu? Like, is is the idea of the lessening of the Orient Self coming coming down? Like, is that is that a true lessening, or is it? To the way I understand it right now is actually no. It's just an increase in concealment, but it's it's not actually lessening. You know, like the Orient Self. Well, don't forget when when after Tzimtzum, when Hashem reintroduces the light, He only reintroduces a kav from the mm-hmm. Orient Self, not mm-hmm. the whole Orient Self. Only a little teeny ray of, of line of light from the orange sub is what he reintroduced. He doesn't reintroduce everything. I see. That's like the mushal, you know the mushal of the Rav and Talmud, of the teacher and the student, the mushal for Tzimtzum? When the teacher, when you have a teacher and a student that are completely incomparable, let's say Einstein and a five-year-old, and Einstein wants to teach the five-year-old something, What's the first thing he has to do? He has to draw a blank. He has to take away everything he was thinking in his mind and find an idea he could give over to the five-year-old. That's the muscle for Tzimtzum. Hashem conceals his infinite light and brings about a kav, one, one line of light. That one line of light is going to bring about all the worlds. That kav, vis-a-vis Orin Sof, the Arizal says is more incomparable than imagine one drop of water vis-a-vis the ocean. Put your finger in the ocean and take out one drop of water. How much of the ocean do you have? The kav that Hashem brings back into the halal is a lot less than one drop from the ocean. So it's not all of our insuf, it's only a kav. But even so is saying that kav, so that kav is creating worlds creating trees and angels and the sky and planets. That's what the Kav is making, all the worlds, right? 
But how come I don't openly see? It's still light. It's not or in sof, but it's a, 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 or hakav. It's the light of that kav. So how come I don't speak the language? Do you understand what I'm asking? Even though it's only a kav, even though it's only a kav from Orin Sof, but where does it come from that I bechlal don't feel that it's God talking? The vessels, the, the garments, the shells, which come from the Rashimu. That when Hashem did the contraction and revealed that darkness, now when the kav comes back into the Rashimu, it encloses itself in the Rashimu and brings about vessels. You know, it, it's funny. It, this is really the answer. People don't chap. Like, <clears throat> whenever you learn Kabbalah and Chassidus, you'll always see Hashem's light is simple. <clears throat> Hashem's light is infinite and simple. How does it bring about specifics? How do specifics of Hashem's light come about? Right? Where do you get the finitude, the specifics? So the answer always is the kalim, vessels, that Hashem puts His light in vessels. But where do the vessels come from? The ten spheres. Oh, it's like a stained glass window and his light shines through the... But where do the vessels of the ten spheres come from? Where do those vessels come from? And the answer is the Rashimu. <clears throat> the answer is that when Hashem does Tzimtzum, that's the point. It's not just a negative... The way the Rebbe Shab says it is it's not just a removal of his infinite light just for the sake. It's not just a removal. There's also a positive element in it. It's that he's revealing his darkness. And his darkness now could bring about a situation that even though his light will come in, the Kav will come back into Seder Shtal but now it's being enclosed in his darkness. And so it's bringing about angels and trees and caterpillars which is a language we don't understand. So the Rashimu is the source of those vessels, etc. Of the vessels, of the garments, and everything else. This is a very deep idea, but it's also very, very fundamental. In other words, the Tzimtzum doesn't just remove God's infinite light, it reveals his darkness. It reveals his ability to conceal himself. So now when the Kav, when the finite light will come back into the Chalal and go into that darkness, it'll be making things that don't necessarily reveal Hashem. And therefore it's going to be our job to reveal Hashem. <clears throat> clear? And I want to repeat, that's not the symptom that we're going to be talking about now in, cha- in chapter 4 of Shar HaYichud. It should be clear to you now that this is completely a different type of symptom than what we're going to be learning about in chapter 4 of Shar HaYichud. Right? Because chapter 4 in Shar HaYichud is asking the light that's actually already enclosed in a tree. Why don't I feel that at all? Now, let's say, let's, let's say I didn't have the tzimtzum of, of, of chapter 4 of Shah Yichud. I would see the tree, 
as a revelation. I wouldn't see just as Hashem, because there's the Rishimu. But the tree would also reveal to me Hashem. What the Alter is asking is that, as opposed to, let's say, all the other worlds where it's not just revealing Hashem, there are angels, there are other things, but when I see a tree in this world, I don't see Hashem at all. That's the question that he's asking over here in Shari Chudin in chapter 4. Here he's asking on the lowest level, Tzimtzum. So there's, you know, there's the whole, there's the whole Seder Shtalshus, the whole downchaining of how we get to the light that's going to be able to bring about the details of reality. So there's Tzimtzum, or the first Tzimtzum, there's the Rashimu, there's the Kav. The Kav goes into the Shimu and brings about the Ten Spheres and the vessels and all the worlds till finally there becomes the speech of God, the most contracted light of God that's ready to be enclosed in the world over here. And the Alter Rebbe says, how come I don't see that sun, the sun of the, of, the, of the speech of God that's within the world? The world is just a ray within the sun of the contracted light of God. How come I don't see that? And the answer is going to be Tzimtzum, but it's going to be a different type of Tzimtzum. It's going to be a Tzimtzum, this Jonathan, this Tzimtzum of Shaykhud 4, is that you don't feel what you really are. That's what Shariyuchud chapter 4 Tzimtzum is going to be. That you don't feel the light that you really are. The higher levels Tzimtzum and Seder Shtalshus are about bringing about a light that's bringing you into existence. <clears throat> All the other levels of Tzimtzum that precede this one are about bringing, about bringing the light, the divine light, the divine speech that's going to bring you into existence. That's all the tzimtzumim of Seder Shtalshus. That's all the higher levels of tzimtzumim that preceded the one that's in Sha'ar Yichud chapter 4. Sha'ar Yichud chapter 4 is asking, how come you don't feel that you're a godly light? Is that clear? I mean, it's 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 a hard concept, but um, but it's important to, to to get that that there are different these different types of tzimtzumim. Any other questions? I guess we'll stop here uh, for today, unless there's any other questions. Uh, quick question. So the the halal, back to the halal and the kav for a second. Is it is it fair back to, to say the, that back to the halal and kav for a second? We're supposed to be living with the halal and kav all the time. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I thought we were in the uh, much further uh, stages of uh, of the kav, so that's why I, I know. Went back. I know, but we but don't forget we have to do yichudi law. Shema Yisrael. Let's let's get something clear. What's yichudi law? What's Shema Yisrael? Meditating how you are within the kav, which is within our insof. That's yichudi law. That's Shema Yisrael Hashem Echad, right? So we go down the Yichud Tata, we go all the way down to Shtalshalis to see the light of God that's spreading out in the world, Mamish as is. But then Yichud Ilah is to, to, is to then have a, a view and see how all of that is within Hashem's infinite light. Anyway, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Go back. <laughs> I'll vibe there for a second. Um, no, but I was thinking that is the, the Chalal and Kav, is it fair to say that that is... It's a, a metaphor in as much as it seems to be subject to the laws of what we would call physics. You know, you have, you need to make a space and therefore a new light comes in. Those seem to be subject to the laws of physics. So to say that Hashem is operating within that framework to begin with 
kind of limits the whole thing. It's, it sounds like this is more of a metaphor for us to be able to understand, no? Yeah, it goes back to the, the thing with Kriyas Yamsuf. If you remember, remember we spoke about why the Alter Rebbe brings the example of Kriyas Yamsuf in the second chapter, because he wants to show us that he functions within the way that we can understand. The easiest thing to say, I mean, you could you could close all Kabbalah and Chesidus and just say, God created the world, God could do anything. But then we, then, then we can't understand godliness. We have no deeper perception of godliness. God revealed to us how he did it. He revealed the tzimtzum, the concept of the tzimtzum and the halal, and then the kav coming into the halal and bringing about spheres and vessels and, and all the, the Kabbalah talks about all the many, many levels until you get to the dvar havaya, to the speech of God that's actually creating the world, bringing the world into his ex- existence. But it doesn't necessarily look like this square and circle and kav. No, no, that's okay. the, no, of course not. That's it, for us. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, the the yeah. Those are those are those are metaphor. They all mean something. Why is this a square? Why is this a circle? They obviously mean deep ideas, which we don't we don't have time to get into. It's a very deep thing. But yeah, they're just metaphors. They're not actually squares and circles. Anyone else? I'm trying to ask the question. Yeah. Um, I could be because I missed one or two classes and I'm just not sure of this. But the way that the cup brings that light. You're breaking up. You think of that it, the upper sphere is there's more and then it goes down until it gets to Melchus, which is the least amount of. Wait, uh, uh, Elay, you broke up. You have to start from the beginning. I didn't. You broke up. What? Um, I'm asking about the cup and how that brings the light into the different spheres. Is that something which starts, you know, with a greater light and that diminishes as it goes down into the different spheres or is it not that way? Well, don't forget, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot here. I mean, once the, the Kav, for, I mean, there's a lot of details. The Kav brings about Adam Kadmon, Ak, a level called Adam Kadmon. Then from that comes out the 10 spheres. There's, there are many levels between the 10 spheres and the Kav. So, so it's it's beyond the scope of 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 this. That's like Kabbalah. That's not Kabbalah one hundred and one. That's like advanced Kabbalah to get into. How do you get from the Kav to the actual spheres of Atzilus? There are many levels between the Kav and Atzilus. But the point that I'm that 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 I'm bringing that's important for that. You understand what I'm saying? So we're not getting into all the different levels. But the the general thing that you have to have in mind is that when those levels of light are entering the Halal. They're going through the Rashimu, they're going through the darkness of God that got revealed through the Tzimtzum. So now when Ak and Atzilus and all these levels come into being, they're coming on the background of that darkness. They're an added, they're an added revelation onto the background of the darkness of the Halal. Okay, thank you. So even the highest levels are not or in Sof, or in Sof has been revealed, has been removed, has been concealed. Even the highest levels are just from the Kav, and the Kav is going into the Rashimu, into this, into this Kayach Gvul, this ability of the darkness of God, the ability of God to conceal Himself. Anyway, I hope that was clear. If there's more questions tomorrow uh, on this idea, think it over. And if there's more questions, we could we could uh, talk about it tomorrow. Otherwise, we'll start chapter four tomorrow. But I I I, I know it's basic, and there's, there's this is very deep ideas. 
But I just wanted to be clear this idea that there are different levels of tzimtzum, that the light that is already coming into the world is already the kav after the rashimu. That's why it's already making worlds. It's not just openly revealing God. Yeah. It's not just openly revealing God. It's making spheres, it's making angels, it's making worlds because it's going against the backdrop of the rashimu, of that darkness. Yeah. All right. Laila Tov, everyone. I'll see you tomorrow. I hope. Mitzvah Shem. Rabbi? Yeah. Um, I know this is being recorded. Personal question. I'm starting a Hevruta tomorrow, and I was hoping for a recommendation from you. Can we talk on here or on WhatsApp? All right. Let me just stop the recording.